You're listening to the Karen 10 Podcast, where we bring our alumni back inside Karen University in just 10 minutes. Well, this is a continuation of our previous podcast with two guests from the School of Divinity, Dr. Jonathan Master and Dr. James Dalzal. And if you did not hear the previous podcast, go and listen to it. Uh, but what we, we, we talked about in that podcast was framing out a biblical education, how Cairn is unique, how an institution that educates biblically stands out in a number of different ways. And today we want to bring this down to a more personal level by asking our guests how their personal experience with biblical education has really impacted each of their lives. So I don't mind starting here. Uh, my my parents were really uh, invested in biblical education. And so for me, um, my dad really wanted all of us, my, myself and my two brothers, to study uh, the Bible in, in a higher education setting, in a college setting, for, for at least a year. And he thought there was all kinds of value in that, and he had benefited from it quite a lot. So, so I was happy to do that. That sounded, that made sense to me. But what, what actually really flipped the switch in my mind was when I was starting here as, as a freshman, and I didn't know vocationally what I wanted to do. I thought maybe I, I was maybe interested in law school or maybe studying history. I, I wasn't exactly sure. I had some idea, but not, not a really specific idea. And, um, and someone actually made the case to me pretty early on that no matter what you're going to end up doing, um, one of the most important things you can do in these four years is to uh, study deeply the things of God, study, study the Word of God deeply. And the case they made was something like this. Look, you'll learn all the skills that you need, the kind of liberal arts skills of reading, writing, thinking critically. You'll learn all of those in an academic study of the Bible. But in addition, you'll also be be uh, consumed with a subject matter that has importance for every area of your life. And I think the statistics at that time were probably similar to what they are today in that, you know, people change careers four or five times on average uh, in their life. And, and so training for a specific job didn't seem as relevant as uh, getting in a sense, the mental furniture in place that I needed to do whatever it was that God called me to do. Now, as I went on, that shifted, and and actually I got to the point where I thought, boy, I want to, if, if, if the Lord enables me to do this, I want to be able to teach the scriptures, I thought, in the context of a local church. And so, so at the very end of my time here, I sort of zeroed in on going to seminary to study further. But for most of my time, it wasn't that. It was that I just thought, all right, I want to learn how to read. I want to learn how to write. I want to learn how to think. And I want to learn this incredibly uh, uh, rich uh, repository that we have in the scriptures. I'm impressed because I'm not sure that I had those thoughts when I entered into a biblical education. But your dad was in well, biblical. Well, my dad, was, dad into was in it. it. it was, and, and it was that. I mean, so he knew it, but he was, didn't want to give us a hard sell. It was that first year someone else gave me the hard sell hmm. that really still is persuasive. Plus, Jonathan was exceedingly mature coming in well, as a yes. freshman. You were exceedingly <laughs> start immature. by saying, oh, it's, it's good that you're <laughs> impressed. I'm, I'm impressed. I was probably exceedingly immature when I went <laughs> away to college. Um, but uh, so I, I landed in 
a biblical education in a college setting, not intentionally, or I mean, I think my parents wanted me to be there and there were other, there were other reasons I ended up there, um, but not all because I understood even what I was in for. And I have to say at first, I, I had questions. I think I struggled my first semester, especially with whether I was in the right place, doing the right thing with my life. I was young, this was costing a bit of money. Uh, the value wasn't immediately apparent uh, and uh, the Lord just used not just the education I was receiving in the classroom, though I will say that some of the assignments I was re that I had in my Bible classes were the very instrument God used to just change my heart, my life, my direction, my perspective. In addition to that, it wasn't just studying the Bible in a kind of newly intensive way, but it was also being surrounded in an environment residentially for the first time in my life with a lot of people my age that, unlike me, maybe more like you, actually had some idea of why they were there and why it was important and how that actually was going to impact the way that they lived their lives, whether they went into Christian vocational ministry or into some other kind of line of work. Uh, meeting these people, these peers, is in fact one of the values of biblical education, particularly done the way we do it at Cairn, which is in a residential setting. It doesn't mean that if you come to Cairn, you're going to be surrounded by nothing but wonderful, godly young people that are going to change you. I mean, we're, we're sinners and we're at different places in our walk with the Lord. But being in a studying the Bible intensively in a community that was there for that purpose really helped crystallize the importance and the value of it. Um, and among other things, I feel like I wasn't deprived in terms of, in terms of the study of liberal arts and sciences. Right. I mean, I may have deprived myself because of my own inadequacy, but in terms of what was offered to me, it was robust. But within a framework of doing all things to the praise of his name and working that out in my relationship with Christ who, who lives in me by his spirit, that was something that I think I came to understand through the process of biblical education. You know, I had the same questions throughout uh, that you did, so I maybe I made it sound like more of a straight line than it was. I had the same questions about, you know, okay, what am I missing? What am I, what am I not getting educationally by being mm -hmm. asked those questions? But I will say that throughout my time here, um, I was also working in the summers with people who were at other universities and realizing pretty quickly that the kind of education I was receiving was preparing me in ways that were at every bit as robust as as the way in which they were being prepared. And then meeting some of our graduates who are in all kinds of different fields and and um, and and were thinking clearly and and critically and biblically about the field in, in which they were in really helped kind of you know bolster that sense of confidence. I think sometimes people can have the idea that biblical education means that you're going to be good at leading Bible studies when you get out of here or something like that. And I think what we should say is that the real net effect of it with, with obviously the Lord working in us through his spirit is that biblical education actually shapes humans. And it shapes humans for human flourishing as created in God's image, fulfilling our vocation uh, to his glory in an honorable way in whatever our calling might be. Uh, so that it isn't it isn't reducible to uh, something like, are you good at Christian service or Christian vocation? I, I think biblical education is you can really see the effects of it in, are you the kind of person God's calling you to be, no matter what vocation 
uh, you are directed to uh, in the course of your life. Yeah, I think I think business owners would want well-formed Christian people, uh, biblically-minded people, uh, working in their business or teaching right. in their schools or you know in in all the va- various arenas that Karen graduates. Uh, operate. I think that that's the kind of person. You're right. It's it's shaping a person uh, to to serve the Lord in every area of life. And I think that's the that's the takeaway from it. When you go to college, uh, whether it's a secular state school or uh, a secular private school or a Christian private school or someplace like Cairn, which is very heavy in our emphasis on on biblical education and being biblical, biblically minded, the question you should ask is not simply, what kind of job am I going to get, out, get when I get out of there? And our, and our graduates do well, and our yeah. business graduates get high plate. And we can tout all those statistics, but the real question you should ask is, not only what do I learn, but in the learning, what kind of person can I hope to become or will I be helped to become by that education. You know what, you may become a great, mature Christian in spite of that education. You may be well-educated with some in some area of, of science or business, mm-hmm. and it may be that the Lord uses some other instrument, for, and his local, the local church, for instance, to sort of shape you into that person. So we're not saying only in a Christian university could this happen. No, of course. But a Christian university is certainly uh, intentional, or at least as we try to be here, should be intentional about shaping shaping persons, not just filling minds, but in that process, making us to be the kinds of persons we're called to be by, by God. Yeah, another way of thinking of it is to say, what are you saying about a student if you, if you say it's not important for you to think about the Bible and theology and ultimate questions during your education? Well, what, you're, what you could be saying, totally unintentionally, is that the most significant thing you can do with your time is to develop these sort of narrow skills of, um, you know, what, whatever it is that you're going to be doing vocationally, which is very, very important. Most, and most business owners will tell you, in terms of vocational skill, what makes you a good employee in terms of your, your craft or your science or your art is mostly learned inside of the workplace itself. What you want is you want a good learner with character who is able, who has a good work ethic, who's able to come and flourish as a, as a Christian following Christ in whatever situation you might place them. Yeah, and I, total, I totally agree with that 100%. However, I will also say one of the most encouraging things that's happened here at Cairn in the last however many years, 20 years since I graduated, is that, um, is that that vocational training has sharpened dramatically so that we have uh, you know, all kinds of avenues for people to receive that very specific training, which is important, particularly right. at the front end. Although I think what you're saying and what I'm saying too is uh, biblical mindedness is important in anything we do. Absolutely. Well, stick around if you want to hear a little bit more from Jonathan and James with respect to how the church could benefit from more biblically-minded individuals. But I hope you've been encouraged by this, especially if you're an alum of Cairn. Your education is eternally valuable. Whether you're an alum or a friend, I would encourage you to go to cairn.edu give and make a gift to the university. A biblical education is very, very significant, but it is not cheap. And your gift will help to provide scholarship support to make possible this kind of education of which you heard quite a bit spoken today. 
And we want to hear from you and how your biblical education has positively impacted you. So the first two listeners to comment below our podcast on how their time at Cairn shaped them positively will receive a copy at no cost to them of James's book, All That There Is in God, and a recent book which Jonathan has edited entitled The God We Worship. So comment right away for your chance to win some free books. And thanks for listening. One thing we didn't get to put in the podcast was this issue of the church. Mm-hmm. And you had a great, actually, tee up there at the end, Jonathan. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but about business owners. And so people who have received a biblical education, we are sending these graduates out into the world. Can you talk a little bit about how that is very, very beneficial for the body of Christ worldwide and also even for commerce and every sort of aspect of the marketplace? What's the benefit of having these kind of people come to their doors and be their employees, their lay people, and so on? Yeah, it's hard for me to pin down exactly just one benefit. I mean, I think if any pastor will tell you having mature biblically-minded people in in the congregation is is invaluable. I and mean, those are the people who uh, whom you lean on for all kinds You've of things. You both served in pastoral yeah, ministry. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, so there's there's fact, nothing. Too. I mean, there's there's nothing comparable to that within the within the local church. Um, and so there's a sense in which, uh, and and I could give you countless stories, both from my life now, from my kids' lives, where where. I and they have been influenced tremendously within the church by people who were not uh, vocationally serving as pastors, but were nonetheless biblically educated. And actually, a lot of them who were graduates of Cairn. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's there are a a number of ways that works itself out. In the context of of commerce, I mean, you know, I I think it might depend specifically on what you're doing, but, but I think people who care about other human beings who look at yeah. them and treat them with dignity and respect because they're created in the image of God, who think about them in, in spiritual ways and who themselves operate with high integrity and purpose. Uh, I mean, that's that's always what you're looking for, I would think. I mentioned uh, during our podcast that biblical education doesn't just create Bible study leaders. I should say, but it can help do that mm-hmm. too. Uh, and yeah. in terms of yeah. the benefit of the local church, um, w- one of the great distinctives of Protestant Christianity is really our understanding that the church is not the clergy. Uh, the church is the people that make up the body of Christ. And the health of the body, uh, while certainly nourished and helped by the shepherds Christ has given his gifts to the church, uh, is also helped by the gifts and the graces brought to it by each one of the members. And a knowledge of the scriptures, who is God, what has he done in creation, and for what reason has he done it, and how is he bringing us back into fellowship with himself through the work of his, of his, spirit, of his spirit accomplished by his Son on our behalf, understanding that and then understanding how to skillfully apply and speak that word of truth in a sound and an orthodox way into the lives of the people around us should not be the special preserve of pastors and elders, but that should be 
the kind of thing that each of us is aspiring to. And I, I want to believe that a biblical education, while it can't guarantee that outcome for anyone, that's the spirit of God who fashions and shapes us and makes us fruitful and useful toward each other, that a biblical education is is a crucial and a valuable piece of that development and making us mutually beneficial as we live our lives together inside of the body of Christ. Yeah, one of the things too that happens in churches, I think, is uh, it's 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 not just um, it's not just about who uh, who's preaching on a, on a Sunday morning. The the people who are in the church and their level of maturity and their level of confidence in the Word of God has a dramatic effect on the direction of a, a congregation. Sometimes when I've uh, had contact with congregations that are struggling. They'll focus on a few people who have sort of gone off the rails doctrinally or theologically, and 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 that's a, that can present huge problems. But then the, the the other thing that can present equally large problems are the vast majority of people within that congregation who should know better, hmm. and and who don't. And so people with confidence in God's word, people who have seen it change their own lives, people who are. are are uh, uh, who understand the, the scriptures um, are are just a tremendous blessing to everyone else in the church. People complain about the health of the church all the time. We do it ourselves sometimes, uh, bemoaning certain trends. But the reality is, uh, you know, biblically minded people within the within the church make make a huge difference. I'm just going to say amen to that. Hmm. That's a good place to end, actually. <laughs>